What's going on, Andrea? Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Awesome. Appreciate you for uh, taking the time out for this. Huge supporters of you, as you know, and uh, we just want to talk music. You got some new music out, so just want to get up to date with everything that's going on. Yes, I'm so excited. I love you guys. Thank you for your support. Always. But just want to start out um, because we feel like you're one of those vocalists. We don't see that many of them anymore, but I know a lot of what you love and what you grew up on is rooted in 90s R&B. So Mm -hmm. take me to an album 90s or 2000s, whatever you feel, that you felt like impacted your career the most early on? That's so easy. Um, Destiny's Child, their very first album um, Mm. was the one for me. And I was in middle school. I think I was in the sixth or seventh grade. Sixth grade, I think. And man, when that album came out, I I just knew that I wanted to sing. I wanted to be, I didn't know who I wanted to be yet. If I wanted to be Beyonce or Kelly or, you know, Latoya, I didn't know yet, but I knew that what they brought with that album, it just, it did something inside of me. And ever since then, I started singing everywhere. My mom started putting me in um, voice lessons and competitions and I just ran with it. Right. Yeah, especially that Tell Me record. Oh, Ooh. my God. Tell <laughs> me if you don't yeah. love me anymore. Right. Yes, I love that album. Right. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, like I said, you're one of the our favorite vocalists today. You're still putting out music. You just put out a couple of new records. I want to start out with the last record you uh, put out, Take You There. That was one of our favorites of last year. Yes. Well, not last year, but this year, but... Just that breezy production, your vocals went so well with it. Um, just talk talk about that song a little bit. Yes. So take you there. Um, I the last few years, um, I've been just kind of, I guess, reprioritizing what's you know important to me, and I've grown a lot spiritually, and a, a lot of the um, surface level stuff just doesn't interest me anymore. So I wanted to mm-hmm. find a way to invite the listeners and um, friends, family, whoever into my world. Like, let me take you where I am beyond, you know, the Instagram likes and um, I don't know, so many like superficial things. Okay, cool. And then you have the other record, uh, the one that just came out, Haunted, as well as the new EP. Haunted, I feel like, has more of a trendier sound to it, but it still has that Dondria feel to it. Is it tough for you not to get lost in some of that trendiness and make sure that you keep the Dondria in the record, or is that just natural for you? Um, I don't think it's tough. That's something that I have been fighting for the longest, and just to not do that, you know? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I always want to make sure that you get Dondria, no matter what you know I put out, I I almost need you to still be able to identify, you know, who I am within the record. So, um, you know, and I've tried many things, and yeah. if it don't work, I'm just like, no, nope, next, you know, because right. I, I need you to feel me. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then the the EP that's coming out, just tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So the EP is called Perspective, and What I wanted to do with this EP is make sure that every single song, there's five songs on it, that they all have 
um, double meaning or sometimes more than two meanings um, and really give different perspectives on what the lyrics mean. Um, Cause yeah, I just feel like we get trapped in, you know, the surface and we all want to turn yeah. up and, you know, get wiped up or get flued out or, you know, all of these little things, but there's so much more beneath the surface if we just kind of like dig a little bit. So yeah, I'm excited about it. Right. I think what's really interesting with your career and your approach to your career is uh, you've dropped one album. And since then, you've dropped mixtapes, you've dropped EPs. Mm -hmm. um, just take me through that approach. Is that intentional on your part? Um, I think so. Um, I didn't want to drop an album just because everybody was asking for one. Um, right. And I also feel like I wasn't in the right space to really curate an album mm -hmm. that can even be close to <laughs> my first one. You know, I, I wanted right. it to be completely authentic. I wanted it to mean something and not just drop 13 songs and hope y'all like it. Um, and I wanted to, I guess, let the people in on who I was because, I mean, if you know Fat Fat from YouTube, then you know who I am. Yep. But if yeah. you're just kind of tuning in once I'm signed with JD and, you know, working with B. Cox and um, John C. Austin, um, yeah. you may only have gotten one facet of who I am. Um, right. So I kind of wanted to, like, invite the people in so that when I do drop the album, it's a much more um, emotional connection, just like you were connected to Fat Fat. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people on our Twitter right now harassing us to ask you, and I'm sure you get it as well, those records that you did with JD last year. I know. Where are those songs at? <laughs> they are coming out, I promise. You know, yeah. we feel like timing is everything. and um, But it's coming. It will not. It was not recorded in vain, I promise you guys. It's coming. Right. Can you talk to me about that body of work and why you feel like people are so excited to hear that? Man, well, number one, I'm sure that they're excited to see me and JD back in the studio, like working. And I mean, it's really no secret that what I create when I'm with him and when I'm with them is, I mean, it's magical. You know, um, Dondre versus Fat Fat has just been such a blessing in so many ways 10 years right. later. You know what I mean? So I know mm -hmm. that they're excited for us to be in the studio together. And honestly, I I love the music. I think that it's exactly what we were talking about before. Like it has a mm -hmm. lot of trendiness, but it is most definitely Dondria and JD. Like you can hear that. Right. Yeah. So. That's awesome. And you know, the one thing we've always said that we admire about you is you never gave up. You consistently put out music since you've debuted nonstop. A lot of artists from your generation, even beforehand, they've kind of chilled out but you're still going even during this time of quarantine. What keeps you motivated at a time like this? Man, um, I, I think I'm motivated by um, the idea that I'm not here for myself. Um, mm -hmm. And my gift is not for me. <laughs> you know, it's right. for me to <laughs> use and share with people to motivate, inspire, maybe get through a breakup or maybe um you know if it's a happy time to just have fun and like or feel yourself or whatever the emotion is i feel like that's right. not my job you know and so if right. i'm not doing it i don't know it's kind of like why am i here right 
Yeah. Have there ever been times where you decided, you know what, I'm done with this? I'm sure you have. Every artist does. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. um, I have, you know, but I think I, I always go back to that. I mean, there's moments just like with people um, on my team, you know, that I no longer work with that have really taken me through it. You know, I think it takes a lot to like find the right team. And so up until you do, it's like you learn a lesson after lesson after lesson, you know, um, financially and emotionally and psychologically, like you're just going through so many things. So um, there were many times where I was just like, all right, I quit, you know, (laughs) but I do. I just remember like, no, girl, you're here to share this with the people. You know, if, if somebody decides that, you know, they can't see that, then that's fine. They can keep it moving. Right. You you have a job to do. So Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And a lot of people know your story. You started on YouTube, you got signed to Social Death, released your debut album. I want to talk about that debut album since it's celebrating its ten year. Yeah. But even before that, you got signed to Social Death. People know knew you as a YouTube singer. Of course mm-hmm. you've done performances outside of YouTube. But what was the transition like? going from YouTube to actually going into the studio and recording records, especially with someone like JD, who, you know, he's not going to let you off easy. He's, he's right. harsh. He's, he's going to be critical because he wants the top notch performance. Like what was that transition like? Uh, I don't think that I even knew what I was <laughs> signing myself up for. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that um, like when I started on YouTube, there weren't that many people doing it, you know, and, there were even less people actually getting discovered and and establishing a career from being singing on the internet. So Mm -hmm. when all of this was happening, I mean, my initial emotion was excitement because it's like, oh my God, JD, if you want to, you know, so like I'm excited and I'm 19. So everything is so exciting and I'm just happy to be there. But once you get into the studio and like you said, he never let me off easy. And I don't know if, I mean, I can tell, I guess, because I'm the singer, but we didn't use like any auto tune or anything on there. So there's little yeah. things that I hear that I'm like, oh, Lord, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> it was completely authentic. It was real. It was raw, you know, and yeah, he definitely pushed me. He did. Beacox did. They all pushed me so much. And sometimes it was intimidating because this yeah, studio has so much history. The Ushers and the Monicas and the Mariah Careys and Janet Jacksons have all walked these halls and recorded in the same room that I'm in right now. So it was a little intimidating, but I kind of had to remind myself a few times that you're here for a reason. Like he, they rock with you, girl. So, you know, show up, like show what you got. So that's what I did. So you go to... You go to work on your debut album. And a lot of people love this album. I'm sure a lot of comments here, they're going to mention some of their favorite records. (laughs) But I want to go through the track list here first and uh, take me back to whatever you remember about recording the song, um, writing the song, anything you remember. So the first one, of course, is your hit single, You're the One. What do you remember about that one? Uh, The very first thing I remember is hearing JD on the demo because... He can mm-hmm. sing. Let's just, you know, he, he can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, it was very like, I, I don't even know if I got the vision, you know, because it was yeah. like, uh, 
I mean, the hook is cool, but I just, I couldn't, I had to get on it to really know that it was the one. Um, so that's right. always going to be a, I can't even try to duplicate it right now because it was just not. <laughs> um, right. But I remember that and I just remember all the backgrounds. I, I mean, I love groups, period. Not just Destiny's Child, but another one of my favorite groups and bands is um uh uh, uh oh my god it's slipping my mind right now um oh my god well okay um jagged edge i love jagged edge um yeah. love drew hill um mm -hmm. mint condition that's what i was thinking about mint condition yeah. but and so they all have those heavy harmonies and like uh it just feels so good so the harmonies and you're yeah. the one it just took me like back to group days and also like baptist you know, church days, like yeah. it, it just feels so good. And then it has the organ in there. Um, that's probably my favorite. Those are my favorite uh, moments that I remember about that song. Right. I was just talking to B Cox uh, the other day and he was telling me when uh, JD was writing, let's get married. He heard the demo and B Cox just started laughing because he didn't get it either. I'm telling you. So. <laughs> <laughs> it but it works. Like, see, I've heard <laughs> It does work. He no, he's yeah. most definitely a genius. You know, he yeah. he knows how to get what he in his head, he knows how to get it out of you. And that's right. his superpower. So Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying about Monica? Um, she just shared a similar story with um yeah. what was song was it? Um All Over Me. Maybe all over me yeah. Um J D did that demo too and it was like, Okay, hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, but hey, he know he doing, so. Yeah, exactly. So we got the second record here, Saving Myself. Yes. What do you remember about that one? Uh, what do I remember about that? That one was a little low for me. Like, I, um, so trying to, like, sing in that, like, lower register, I yeah. By the time we were done with it, I gained a new skill because yeah. <laughs> it's like a little, um, a little low. But I love that song. It's just like you're, if you love R&B, then you know you mm -hmm. have that song where it's like, oh, the moment before we do it or like, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, that special person that you just like so much that you're willing to take that extra step with like that song it gives me like those butterfly feelings when i hear it because it's just like young pure love yeah <laughs> uh the next record is uh shorty what's up with john t austin uh okay so shoddy what's up is probably the that and um uh no more are probably the two records that are the most the least like me so yeah. when we um when we were doing it, um I just was like, okay, now it's a banger, you know what I mean? It's just it was unfamiliar to what I was normally like what I would normally do. So it took me a while to kind of like get in my swag cuz I have like trouble sometimes um not being proper. Right. <laughs> <in the booth. laughs> So they were yeah. like, just relax, like, you know, get some, 
you know what I'm saying? You need something to drink, you know, because I was just like, Shawty, what's up? You know, I got the, I had to yeah. get my swag on with that one. But it was so much fun. And then he called Diamond in. That's the first time I met her. Yeah. And she came in mm -hmm. and just laid her verse down like, and that's a wrap. And I was like, oh my God, like it was so quick <laughs> and fun. And John said, right. you know, that's the homie. Yeah. So uh, I see Josh in here. He's my co-writer. And he said that I have a little, a little trouble not being proper. I, we struggle with that too <laughs> on this EP too. Um, but yeah, I, Shani, what's up? I had to get in my, had to get in my swag bag on that one. That's what I remember. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next record we have is Making Love, which, you know, you went viral with that last year when you sang it yeah. on Twitter and Instagram. I love that record. Talk about that one. Thank you. I love that record. Um, I just, the funny thing is, well, okay, first, it has its own, like, nostalgia because, um, you know, it has the old school, like, sample yeah. in the back, right? So it already makes you feel good. And then mm -hmm. um, recently with this, with the new viral, like, New Orleans has just taken this song and put the uh, bounce mix on it. And it's become, like, this whole new song that people are just now, like, listening to and learning. And when I go to New Orleans and perform this record, they will let me perform the whole record regular and then play the mix, I mean, the bounce mix. And I'm basically performing it twice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they got to have both versions. But I love yeah. that song. It's, it's man, it should have done more than what it did. But, well, I guess it did because it resurfaced. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the next record is Can You Help Me? And you're singing on that song. You're singing on that song. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That record was, I believe that was the only record that on the album that came from an outside um, mm -hmm. writer and producer. Right. Um, so it was way different, um, even more different than Shoddy What's Up and No More because it just had a completely different sound you know, the, yeah. the, the album, but I loved it so much. I love being challenged. So right. I I had a lot of fun, you know, doing the, oh, 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 like all right. of it. <laughs> I had so much fun with that record. That was a dope record. Yeah. Right. Uh, the next one, B Cox and JD did this one, Where Did We Go Wrong? And then yeah. I just love how you stack your vocals in the chorus. Thank you, man. Okay, so this song... This was the song that JD gave me the beat and he said, write something to this. And that was mm. my first opportunity to prove myself as a writer to these legends and award-winning producers and writers. Yeah. And I was so nervous because I was like, what? Like, but <laughs> you, want, <laughs> you want me to write the song? Like I, I won't, I won't ever forget that, but I, I just, I don't know. I just started writing from the heart and I think I pulled from my, um, uh, my relationship with my high school sweetheart. Um, mm -hmm. and I just started, you know, pinning, like, is this something I did? Is this something I said? Something you heard? Something I said? And I turned it in, like, I'm about <laughs> to die because I just, 
I didn't, I thought he was going to say he hated it and throw it away. Right. Um, but he didn't, he liked it and it made the album. And that's mm. what I needed to like prove to myself that I was a good writer. Cause I wasn't really that confident in it. Um, right. yeah, that was my chance. That was my chance. <laughs> yes. Job all done there. Thank you. Uh, the next one is no more. No more. Um, I like that record because it, first of all, it has the, the sample in it. So, you know, it's when you first start like hearing the beat, I know I always thought of 50 Cent, like, uh, okay. Yeah. But it was fun. JD really like pulled out the, um, like he made me, he showed me that it was okay to not always be like, the you know put together oh I can't say mm -hmm. that oh I can't do that like he pushed the envelope in in sound and lyrics sometimes um you know things that I wouldn't normally say he just he he opened like my mind in a lot of ways so with no more I was talking some I was talking some stuff you know right like <laughs> I I don't know and then the thing is at 19 it's it's different. I mean, for me, it was because I was like really sheltered and I didn't really have nobody to go off on. Like I didn't, I didn't really live right. a life where I had to just be going off on people. So at that time, it was very uh, liberating, I should say, to right. just <laughs> let it all out in the music and turn up. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, the next record is Still Be With Me. And I remember this song because JD had played in on his, on his Living the Life couple months earlier before the album came out and when I heard that it got me so excited for the album and then when that when it came out when that song came out when the album came out you delivered um and that record is, is crazy I think Jonte had a hand in writing that one right he did he sure did yeah, yeah. Jonte is so awesome like yeah he I love that he did um that writer's battle um a few mm -hmm. weeks back I mean because yeah. Sometimes you got to remind these people, like, what you can do. Like, he's so freaking awesome. And I don't even know if I um, appreciated him as much as I do now. Because, right. you know, I was young and I was just like, oh, okay, you want me to do this record? Okay, cool. You know, but I didn't understand who John Tay was at that time. You know what I mean? So right. um, he's so awesome. And he did. He wrote that song. And I, that's like... That's one of my favorites. No, mm -hmm. that's one of my favorites. It's just yeah. so good. Yeah. It makes, you feel, it makes you feel something like, yeah. you know, it's good to have the you're the ones. Um, mm -hmm. And it's good to have breakup songs in general. But songs like that, that really make you sit and think about mm -hmm. if you did things yeah. differently, you know, yeah. like get you really in your feelings. That's not right. Favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at that bridge till the end of the song. Man. That's crazy. I'm going to have to listen to that tonight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and then you have Believer. Yeah. Um, I guess that's one of those. It's, it's similar to Still Be With Me because, you know, like when you've been, when you've been proven so many times that love doesn't work. Um, mm -hmm. or not proven, but when you've believed so many times that 
it doesn't work. Um, right. And then you, somebody comes along and they can just love you so well and so good that you're just like, dang. Like I can, I can say that I have experienced that, like having somebody in your life that loves you so good that you like, dang, do I even deserve this person? <laughs> like, <laughs> he loved me a little too good. Like, that's what believer is to me. Yeah. Yeah. Love that one. And then the last song on the album, Kissed by the Sun. <laughs> Kissed by the Sun is, that is my Disney song. Like, yeah. I had always <laughs> said that it needs to be on some Disney movie soundtrack. Like, it's just so... Yeah pure and pretty and and the production is so open to just be able to focus on my voice and like mm -hmm. Cristal wrote that um crystal nicole mm -hmm. and she's she's a beast too um yeah. but that's my disney song i'm a we're gonna work that out it's it's gonna get on a disney soundtrack watch let's make it happen but Dondria, as i've gone through this track list with you and you reminisced on all these songs that came out 10 years ago what are some thoughts or feelings that come to mind uh, um i guess i'm just feeling i'm feeling like a lot of uh gratitude mm -hmm. and um I, I, I'm kind of like, I'm going back to my original statement about, you know, this being, I don't have this gift for no reason. I have it to share with people. Like, it just yeah. makes me very um, grateful and, and very willing to continue right. to do that. You know, um, I want people, the way that I'm saying these songs make me feel and the way people have told me these songs make them feel and you right. as well. Yeah. I want that. I want mm -hmm. the feeling part. That's what I want to bring or continue to bring to music in itself, mm -hmm. like to make people feel things. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Well, Dondria, we're out of time here, but you've brought the feeling i can say that <laughs> for the last 10 years and i hope you continue doing it we're waiting on that album i, I don't know how much longer it's we coming. can wait it's, it's coming <laughs> sounds great but i do want to appreciate you uh or thank you for taking the time out for this and best of luck with everything you know you've got our support so just keep it up thank you i really appreciate it absolutely Did y'all like that interview? That was so much fun. He see, I like people like that because they know what they're talking about.